This is the uh, the first time I've ever done a, a Good Friday service by podcast only, but I guess uh, we kind of live in a time of, of a lot of firsts, don't we? I want to do a to do a Good Friday podcast because I think we get caught up in our own stuff. We get what we're personally going through and we forget that there's a bigger picture. I don't mean just worldwide like this virus, but I mean there's meaning behind suffering. There's meaning behind what goes on in our lives. And there has to be a point to all of this, doesn't there? Uh, it's, it's suffering just a useless, purposeless, valueless thing that happens randomly in our lives, or is there a meaning to it? We're going to focus today, or tonight I should say, on the on the uh, suffering of Jesus, partly because it's good for us to get out of our own heads and focus on Christ, but also partly because we're looking at the suffering of Jesus to see how our Lord really knows where we are right now. Jesus has suffered and and, and as we walk through the, the Gospels, we see how his suffering and our suffering align. How we can go to Jesus and hear him tell us, Child, I know how you feel. Because he has suffered as we suffer. So I want to read you First Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 19. Again, 1 Peter 4, 12 through 19. Dear friends, don't be surprised when the fiery ordeal comes among you to test you as if something unusual were happening to you. Instead, rejoice as you share in the sufferings of Christ so that you may also with great joy so that you may also rejoice with great joy when his glory is revealed. If you are ridiculed for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of God, glory and of God rests on you. Let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or a meddler. But if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in having that name. For the time has come for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome? come be for those who disobey the gospel of God and if a righteous person is saved with difficulty what will become of the ungodly and the sinner so then let those who suffer according to God's will entrust themselves to a faithful creator while doing what is good so the Bible tells us that suffering has a purpose it has a value it's not random it isn't something that just happens and so it's not something we should be surprised by. But it also talks about the suffering of Christ and how we can relate to the sufferings of Christ. But how can we relate to that? Because I, I'm, I feel fairly certain that no one within the sound of my voice has been whipped or, or worn a crown of thorns or been nailed to a cross. So how do we relate to the, to the suffering of Christ? Well, you may know the story of the, the crucifixion, but I want to walk our way through the Gospels and see all of Jesus' suffering and how we can relate. So in Matthew chapter 26, verses 14 to 16, we have the story of, of Judas. Judas makes a deal with the officials to betray Jesus. He gets some money out of the deal, 30 pieces of silver, if you remember. Judas was one of Jesus' followers and, in fact, was in charge of the money. He was the treasurer for the group. 
He'd been with Jesus for close to three years. He trust he was trusted by every one of the disciples. At dinner, Jesus lets on that he knows what Jesus is going to do, but Jesus doesn't rat him out to the others because that would have caused Judas to be beaten up by the others or stopped by the others. He lets Judas go. So have you ever been betrayed by someone close to you? Ever had anyone that you really trusted betray you? Jesus has. In Matthew 26, verses 31 to 35, we have the story of Peter. Jesus tells all the disciples that they will fall away this night. But Peter stands face to face with Jesus. And he tells him, I won't go. I got your back. I'm with you no matter what. We, We know what happens though, right? Peter denies Jesus three times. I don't know him. That wasn't me. I don't know who you're talking about. Have you ever had friends leave you, denying they even know you? Even friends that said they have your back no matter what, they left you and denied you anyway? Jesus has. Matthew 26, verses 36 to 46, Jesus takes his closest friends with him to the mountain. Now, Jesus is in anguish. It says he's, the text even says that Jesus is sorrowful and troubled. So he asks his friends, the ones that, that he just left church with, to pray with him. And what do they do? They fall asleep. He comes back, wakes them up, and asks them again, pray with me. Stay here and pray. They fall asleep again. Jesus goes to pray again. They fall asleep again. These are his closest friends. These are This is his church group. They have just sung some hymns after celebrating Passover together. But they can't stay awake with him long enough to pray with him. Have you ever been disappointed in church, folks? Have you ever been asked friends from your church to help you with something, to pray with you, to, to help you through a trouble, and they haven't? They, they disappointed you? Jesus has. Matthew 26, verses 57 to 68, the trial before the high priest Caiaphas. Caiaphas wants something on Jesus. He can do, so he can do something about this upstart that's causing all these, the, these problems in Judaism. So he looks around until he can find a few people willing to lie about Jesus. And he finds them. And they lie. They seem to have no conscience about it. They, they say a bunch of things about Jesus that they know are not true. So Jesus is found guilty of the lies. They spit on him, beat him, right there in front of everybody. Has anyone ever told lies about you? Have you ever been accused of something because of somebody's lie? Have you ever been treated unfairly because of a lie? You ever been publicly embarrassed because somebody lied about you? Jesus has. Matthew 27, verses 15 to 23, the trial before Pilate. Jesus is delivered to the Roman governor, Pilate. And Pilate can't find any crimes that Jesus has committed. And he says so. But they continue to press Jesus onto Pilate. They they use political pressure. 
The Roman governor has a tradition that he releases, releases a prisoner to the people on Passover, so he figures he'll put Jesus up for that and get out of this. But the people choose Barabbas, who is actually guilty of the crimes he's been accused of. He actually, Barabbas actually was trying to overthrow the Roman government. The people are Jewish. These are Jesus' people, and they choose Barabbas. Have you ever been rejected by the people that should love you the most? Have you ever been rejected by the people of your own kind, the people that are like you? Have you ever had someone of your group choose someone else over you? Jesus has. Matthew 27, verses 27 to 31, the soldiers. Jesus is taken away by the soldiers. They pull his beard. They, they put a crown of thorns on his head. They beat him. They whip him. They call him names. Hanging him on the cross just isn't enough. They want to make him miserable before, miserable before they even do that. Have you ever been openly mocked? Have you ever been publicly made a fool? Have you ever been mistreated in front of what seems like the whole world? Jesus has. Matthew 27, verse 46. Jesus is taken to the cross. His back is still raw and bleeding from the whipping. And they put him against that rough timber. His hands and feet are nailed to the cross. He hangs there laboring to breathe. He has to lift himself up by the nails in his feet and hands, dragging his, his, his back, that's open wounds, against that rough timber just to get a breath. Death finally comes, but just before it does, Jesus cries out to God, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Have you ever felt so isolated and so alone that even God isn't listening anymore? Have you ever felt like God has forsaken you and forgotten the trouble you're in? That God is too far away and can't help or won't? Jesus has. See, maybe we can understand the suffering of Jesus after all. Maybe there are some points in our lives that we can relate to his suffering. But the difference is he never deserved it. His lips never tasted a lie. His once he, he never once gossiped or hurt someone. He never did anyone wrong. He never did anything wrong. Now, I'm not saying that we deserve all of our suffering either, but sometimes we do make the bed we lie in, don't we? If Jesus suffered all of this completely undeserving in order to save us, then maybe our suffering has a point. Maybe it isn't random and meaningless, purposeless, valueless. Maybe it is, like Peter says, molding us into the image of our Savior. We share Christ's sufferings because we can relate to because we can relate to what he went through and he can relate to what we're going through. Remember, God did not give us a, a list of rules. He didn't give us a bunch of stuff we got to do. He gave us himself. And when he gave himself, he gave us himself in this way so that we we can relate to what Jesus went through, and he 
can relate to what we're going through. We, we literally can say to Jesus, this hurts. This, I feel isolated. I feel alone. I feel forsaken by everyone, including God. And you can hear the voice of Jesus saying, my child, I know how you feel. We need to bring the times that we feel betrayed, denied, disappointed, treated unfairly, rejected, mocked, isolated, alone, forsaken. We need to bring these to Jesus because he knows how they feel. Jesus knows how you feel today. Maybe you feel like this this situation that you're in right now is untenable. That, that you can't possibly make it. Bring it to Jesus. Bring it to his feet and, and hear the voice of Jesus saying, My child, I know how you feel. Because he does. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this that we celebrate today. We celebrate Good Friday because, because we are forgiven because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross. We celebrate because we have a Savior. We have a Lord who has been where we are, has felt what we feel, and has made it through and can carry us through. Help us. Help us, Father, to, to give these feelings to Jesus. Help us to give these situations to Jesus and hear him say, My child, I know how you feel. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.